Welcome to Training for Manhood, an ongoing exploration and adventure intended to be fast, fun, and formative for guys who desire to be the best men they can. Young or old, there are always areas for improvement, growth, and maturity. We hope you'll pay attention and put into practice the useful advice you hear on this podcast. But remember, the goal isn't just to listen, but to do what you learn. Welcome to Training for Manhood. All right, welcome back to Training for Manhood. I've got Gabe Boyd back with me, and we've got Dating 2. Dating part two. Dating part two. Can't wait. Part do- yeah, can't, can't, can't wait. Can't, can't wait. Right? <laughs> here's here's the here's the thought for this one. Okay. All right, because we we put a lot into that first episode that um, I think, uh, and I think you agree with me, properly placed a lot of the responsibility for dating on the shoulders of the man. Yes. Uh, to pursue, to pursue well, to set boundaries. Um, that uh, young lady that we originally started with that um, is, in a sense, kind of saying, hey, I'm not going to pick up the phone and call a guy. If he's interested in me, he can get my number. He can write. Like both of us would say, you know, good for you. Yeah, yeah. Right? You, you are worth waiting for. You're worth pursuing. You're the kind of young lady that a young guy should say, hey, I'd, I'd love your number. So here's, yeah. the, here's what I thought maybe would be helpful for... Can I stop you right there yeah, for just ahead. a second? It, it. It, as you're talking about pursuit, like I think where I wanted to go with that first conversation was that outside of the initial pursuit, uh-huh. however that happens, I think the hope would be that like okay. the man is, is the constant pursuer. Uh, it, that, even, that marriage is not the finish line. Like Marriage is actually the starting line. In a, um, yeah, in a in, lot of sense. In a certain right. sense, right? Yeah. Like we, uh, the job is not done. That per, that pursuing a woman is really it, it's uh, it, it's like a part of who you are now as a man uh, is that you're always pursuing her. You're always after her heart, um, and, and you're always after developing a deeper relationship and more connectedness with her. No matter if you're just starting to get to know her, or if you've known her for forty years, absolutely. Now, um, and that, that's that's the heart of I think of a man. Yes, and if this were a podcast called Training for Womanhood, yes. um, we would be telling women um, that you need to be pursuing your husband. Um, you need to get to know him. You need to find out what he likes and what he doesn't like, and you need to find ways to minister to him and bless him and to to call him into the man that God has created him to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're not training for womanhood; we're just training for manhood. That's so let's right. focus on. Um, the, the guy's responsibility, and um, let's think about the, the concept of what does that look like as, as a young man, yeah. um, or as you have said, um, same principles are going to apply to you know to you and to me to continue to pursue our wives. Yeah. Um, you know, Valentine's Day is coming up for you know the concept of uh, it doesn't just take a special day. I'm to so make, glad you reminded me. Thank you. Gosh, <laughs> to to make the person who's special in your life feel special. Yeah. Um, now, there, there is going to be moments. There's going to be a Valentine's Day. There's going to be a birthday. There's going to be an anniversary um, that are, um, I think, um, markers in any kind of relationship that you can use as a reminder of, yes, this person is important to me. As I pass that particular mile marker each time I go around the track, I want to make sure that um, that, that person knows that they're valuable, that they're important. Um, but every day, I want that person to know that they're valuable and they're important as well. Um, so, but just what, what does that look like for a young man? I, I'll, I'll say, let's talk a little bit about just kind of like our relationships growing up okay, and what they look like. Um, I just, you know, I met Trisha when I was at um, University of Texas in Austin. Um, I tell people all the time, it's not hard to meet a Christian um, at the University of Texas because there's like six of us, <laughs> right? So 
at one point they all bring you into a room. It's like all the Christians from UT come into a room. You stand there, you look around, and that's not true. Okay, so that's no, we actually, <laughs> we actually met at a football game, and uh, and a good friend introduced us, uh, Dan, Trisha, Trisha, Dan, um, and then you know I took it from there, and uh, with my <coughs> charm, winsome personality, sure, sure, and incredible good looks, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was able to woo and pursue. But it was funny because um, I knew that. Uh, you know, Trisha knows this, right? But I knew that that was the kind of person that I wanted to marry, th- like, the very first time I met her, hmm. right? So I mentioned before in the other podcast, like, you know, you need to take a Rolls Royce out on the test drive, right? I knew she was a Rolls Royce, yeah. right? I knew this was um, somebody very different than girls I had met before. Um, to me, in a sense, this was kind of that complete package, right? Everything was there. She was spiritually, um, you know, mature. She was um, bright, funny, beautiful, um, you know, very, um, very confident in who God had created her to be. So when I kind of put, because my thing is I, I kind of push and I poke buttons, I see how people respond. Um, and she wasn't bothered by that at all, right? She was able to kind of be like, you know, you, you can't, in a sense, kind of get under my skin. Um, I'm very confident in who I am. Um, and she was, right, it was, it was from the very beginning, um, I didn't feel like, you know, I could dominate her. I felt like she was being able to come in at the same level and say, um, you know, you're a man, I'm a woman, I'm very confident in who I am, very confident in what God has called me to, very confident in who God has created me to be. And if you want to connect your life with mine, right, we're running on the same track, we're moving at the same pace. And it was was a fantastic, um, you know, just kind of sense for me as a young man to kind of say, ooh, like if you're running hard after the Lord and you look to your right and your left and there's somebody running right next to you, you're like, ooh connect my life with that person. So that's, I think, a, a, you know, just a reminder for a young guy um, that if you feel like you're, I, I hear this all the time, we've talked about it one time, right? But if you feel like you're out kicking your coverage and you're marrying way above you, that may sound like a super positive thing for you, but it means that the person that you're pursuing is slowing down so that you can catch up. Yeah. And I think you have to be very careful of that concept. To me, it's not a compliment to the girl. It's a, in a sense, a backhanded compliment to her, right? She's so great. Um, that she's out of my league. It's yeah. like, ouch. Well, <laughs> and that means that she was out of your league, but she settled for you. Yeah. So I think as a young man, when you think about, you know, who am I going to pursue and what are the kind of women that I want to connect my life with, um, you have to do a self-evaluation of figuring out where you are and if you're ready to actually um, be in a relationship with a young woman, to lead her spiritually, to be the man that she needs you to be. Um, and if she's the kind of woman who's looking for that, um, then that's the kind of person that you say, okay, now how do I pursue her? Yeah. Right. What does that look like? And for me, it was um, a lot of cards and letters because mm-hmm. uh, we didn't have phones back then. I know people who are listening are going, <laughs> what did y'all do? Right. We didn't have <laughs> cell phones. Yeah. So if I needed to call her, um, you know, it was it was landline phones back then. Yeah. Uh, kind of a crazy thing. Um, but I, I was very intentional um, about the way that I pursued her um, to do things on a very consistent, intentional basis to let her know that I felt like she was important. And she was the kind of person that I wanted to connect my life with. I wanted to date to the point where I said, you know, if we're dating, and unless something comes in here, right, you're the kind of person that I want to marry. And so um, I actually put together a book that I gave her on our wedding night of all the things um, from the ticket to the game, right, (laughs) where I met her. I still have the ticket. So sentimental. I I didn't know this about you, Dan. I'm Italian. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. We're we're the romantics, remember? That's where it came from was Rome. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right? That's where the word actually comes from. That's right. Um, but um, all the way through, right, if I had gotten her flowers or a card or things like that, I kind of kept a little momentum of each of those moments. 
and then kind of put that together because my thought was like I want to I want a memory of in a sense the pursuit of you so that we can kind of look back on the journey of where we've come from like what we've done where we've gone and that experience together man that's great. There like, you go. I, I don't even want to share anything now. <laughs> like, if you're listening to this, do everything that he just said. Uh, that that's a win. Like all of those things. Um, I like. I, <laughs> I I'm just so impressed. Like that's uh, that's such a wonderful way to uh, to show somebody how much like you value the time that uh, not only that you have with them right now, but all the times that you've had previous to that one. Yes. Uh, leading up to that, and I think I think that's so true. As you were talking about Valentine's Day, uh, I was just thinking, what a what a sad relationship to be in, um, if the only time that you express feelings, yeah. uh, it, it, when Valentine's Day gets so commercialized that it becomes like the one day that we celebrate our, our relationship together. Man, then we're not in a very good spot. Right. Um, that as a guy, like, I'm not saying that every day is Valentine's Day, uh, but Valentine's Day, although it is special, shouldn't look that much different. Like, if I'm saying things to my wife on Valentine's Day that I don't say to her regularly anyways, uh, then maybe I need to go back and think, why am I not pursuing her better on, you know, a regular Tuesday? Uh, why does it have to be February 14th for yeah. me to get her flowers? So, so what does that look like? You're, you're a young man. Let's say you're, you, know, you found a young lady that you're like, I'd really like to pursue her. What does that look like? And, and here's the thing. I think you know, both of us are, are thinking from a biblical perspective yeah. um, that there are principles in terms of relationships, but there's not a how-to dating guide in the Bible. That's right. Uh, there's not a, <laughs> right, here's the things that you do, here's the steps that you take. Um, but there are some things to consider, right, in terms of dating that you need to make sure that you address these particular biblical principles um, and we were, you and I were just talking about, you had just taught on this a little while ago, yeah. of some things that the world tells you that you need to make sure, hey, wait a second, like from a biblical principle standpoint, that's not true. Share a couple of those so that we can kind of wrestle with them. Yeah, I, I, I really boil this down to like just kind of myths that, that people believe. Uh, and so I just broke it up into like myths that like especially teenage boys believe sure. about how they interact and how they yep. uh, how they engage with other girls. Uh, and, and we talked a little bit about this last time uh, in part one, but it was this idea of attention at any and all costs that like I'll do whatever it takes just to get her eyes on me, right. uh, which w- when you think about it um, from a teenage boy's standpoint, like that seems OK. Uh, but there's a couple of errors in that in that typically what that means is that I will do something out of character, uh, whether that be morally or ethically or whatever that looks like. Sometimes it comes at the expense of somebody else that I will cause such a scene in order for somebody to look at me that it's actually going to backfire on you. Uh, And I've seen this happen so many times with teenage boys. uh, And what ends up happening is that people are laughing at you and not laughing with you. Uh, And so it's really sad to think that, man, I would compromise my own integrity, my own character in order just to simply get the gaze of somebody else. Uh, When there's so many other ways to be noticed, uh, there's so many better ways to be noticed by a young lady uh, than by doing something, and I hate to say it, but doing something stupid. Um, just to get attention. Uh, but, but I think that's the, the concept that we settle for, right? Yeah. Is that, is that kind of lowest common denominator? What's, you know, what's the simple thing that I can do to get attention? Um, do something stupid, I got attention, that's great. As opposed to, um, what's, the, what's the tone I want to set to reveal the person that I am? So that if that person says, hey, look at Gabe, 
what they're noticing is the, the content and the quality of who you are. So if they like you and they say, hey, Gabe's the kind of guy I like, they, they like who you are, not the stupid thing that you did. That's right? right. Because, yeah. because the concept is, is once I do stupid one and you're like, oh, that was funny, i, I got to do stupid two. And now I've you know, kind of fallen into the pattern of what are, what are we expecting for this relationship is you know, stupid 27, you know, yeah. stupid 28, you just keep on being stupid. And that's not going to get us anywhere. I'll, I'll say this. I'm going to actually do a separate podcast um, specifically dealing with the issue of alcohol. Okay. <laughs> which which will be kind of interesting. I'm putting it together right now in my mind and thought and uh, have talked to a couple different guys. One of the things that I'll throw out here is um, be very careful in a relationship. If alcohol is part of the, um, the relational aspect, um, be very careful because you don't really know what you're getting. If you're, you know, you're at a party and you're drinking and you really like the guy and, you know, you really like the girl and you're so, right, it's like, is that the alcohol or is it the person? Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the things that, that has always bothered me is when I talk to young people who drink, high school, college age, you know, and, and one of the things that, you know, well, it lowers my inhibitions, it, I get to be more fun than who I normally am and things like that, I'm always like, ooh, like, yeah. that's a terrible statement. Yeah. Um, you know, alcohol makes me a better person um, because if you want to remain that person, then you have to use alcohol to, to get that same thing. And I, I think that's a bad thing because if you're, if somebody's, likes you because you're funny and you're charming and you're witty when you're, you know, when you have alcohol. Mm-hmm. Well, what, what, what happens when you don't have alcohol? Yeah. You're not funny and charming and witty? Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, witty? And I was just like, so that's, that's one of the things to bring into the, the conversation, too, is um, guys, um, don't allow alcohol to be an influential aspect of revealing who you are. If you're not confident in who you are, don't show people, right, a different side of you and allow them to connect with that if that's not who, really who you are. So you, you had another couple things in there? Yeah, well, and, and just to add to that, like this this whole idea of like, because really what we're talking about kind of is first impressions sure, almost. Sure, sure. Uh, and, and the bad part is that oftentimes these first impressions breed more expectations. Exactly. Um, but the other side of that is that for me, like I look at this and I think, man, as a guy who's raising daughters, if my daughters are looking at boys that are acting this way or, or people that are intoxicated acting a certain way, I have to start believing that, man, most of this relationship is going to be based on what? It's how much attention they can get. Yeah. Uh, and so it becomes very one-sided in terms of, like, what is what is the guy going to get out of this relationship, not how am I going to make you feel special in this relationship? Yeah. Now, the problem with that is one of the myths that you had for the girls was um, a bad relationship yeah. is better than no relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And that's that's not true. And I, I know it feels like it in today's culture where, you know, hey, everybody's dating or everybody's got a boy or everybody, right? And I'm the only one who's home on a Friday night or I'm the only one, right? And I'm like, no, one, you're not the only one. Don't don't buy that lie. Yeah. And two, if, if you're worth the wait, you're worth the wait. Yeah. And so don't don't settle just to try to get into a relationship if you know that's not the kind of guy I want pursuing me. That's not the kind of guy I want my life connected to because you and I both know uh, when those feelings begin to happen and you get connected to a person, those are hard things to break. Yeah. So don't allow yourself to fall into that, that myth, that lie, uh, that a bad relationship is better than no relationship at all. Yeah. I, the, the other myth that I, that I was trying to impress on these boys was uh, this idea that we can treat girls the same way that we treat our buddies. Uh, that, that we can that we can converse with them the same got, way we can talk to hair. them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, it, no. like at some point we've got to grow out of this. Yes. We've got to. 
I, I really do think it is a lie that, that we can assume that uh, they'll respond to everything the same way mm. that our friends do or mm. that we can treat or talk or engage with them the same way that we do our buddies. Right. Uh, and it's simply not true. And all of this kind of led to these kind of these really practical takeaways of the fact that, um, man, as boys, like we've got to, one, we've got to learn self-control. Yes. Uh, we've got to learn how to tame our tongue a little bit. Yes. Uh, we've got to learn how to not make so many social situations just about us. It'd be really weird if you walked into a social, social situation and made it about other people. Uh, this is how we start to display character yeah. um, if, when we start to learn. And that bleeds into the next one of, uh, man, what does it look like to establish a relationship if it's somebody that you're wanting to pursue or if it's just a girl you're wanting to get to know better? Mm-hmm. What does it look like to start that 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 relationship uh, by looking for ways to serve. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of that, uh, when I say serve, typically, typically people want to move straight to action. Uh, I don't know that serve is always action-based. I think that you can serve people with your words mm-hmm. uh, just by being kind, by being polite, yes. <laughs> by, uh, by just doing things a little bit differently than how you might actually treat your buddies. Um, and so, uh, and then the last thing I wrote was just like, learn, learn the art of conversations. Mm, so important. Learn how to, and I think this goes along with serving with your words, is being kind, but also being inquisitive. Uh, learning how to ask really, really great, great questions, uh, not just about, about frivolous things, uh, but learn how to ask like thought-provoking questions. Uh, and some of this will start with, you know, a, a game that we always love to play that I always try to, like, teach my kids certain things like this around the dinner table. But, uh, like, we love to play the what-if game or mm. this or that game, right? Yep, yep. And so, we'll pl- or a would-you-rather game or something like that. But all these are really great conversation starters that lead to other conversations, right? It's I don't really care if you like grape jelly or strawberry jelly. At the end of the day... I'm just trying to have a conversation totally. and trying to get you talking about things. Yeah, I love uh, and that. so learning the art of conversation, I think, for boys is really, really important. And conversations very, very important. always start with questions. Yeah. Always start with questions. And what this communicates is that, hey, I value you and I want to get to know you better than I want to just talk about myself. Yeah, And I'll say this. Even before we get to the point of relationships, can I just tell you, as a young man, um, treat all women with respect. Um, so the idea of, you know, hold the door open for, you know, a girl, um, you know, demonstrate um, to, you know, your teachers, your mom, all the different, you know, women in your life. Learn how to treat them with respect and with dignity and with value. And that's great training for the one woman that you meet because now you've been in training. So I'll, I'll say this. There was a young couple that I knew that were uh, kind of dating and this kid was a bad kid. Okay. But to this girl, he was so nice and he was so kind and he was so wonderful. And she kept on saying... Um, I know you think he's a bad kid, but he's really nice to me. And I said to her, how is he to his mom and how is he to his teachers who are mostly female? Yeah. And she's like, well, but that's not how he is to me. And I said, here's the deal. Right now he's pursuing you. Right now he's interested in you. I said, if there becomes a time where, hey, you're just his wife, he's going to treat right, his wife probably like he treats his mom, the woman who brought him into the world. Yeah. If he treats her poorly or other women that are around him that he should be respecting with disrespect, at some point, he'll begin to treat you that way as well. Yeah. So men, um, if you're not necessarily pursuing a particular girl, just look at women in general as training opportunities. Learn to have conversations. Learn to ask them how their day is. Learn to compliment them about something other than their appearance, by the way. because you go. From a girl's perspective, right, everything is about how we look. Well, find out about their character. Find out, you know, that they're a great volleyball player. And I say, hey, I saw you at the game last night. And man, you were awesome out there. Yeah. Learn to have conversations with just a variety of 
women in your life um, that are meaningful, significant, important, that show value to them, that aren't always about you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when you find somebody like, wow, I really like that person, you've been in training to develop those particular you know, character qualities and skills that you're going to apply to her as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's, you know, I'm thinking now, um, I, I'm thinking about, you talked a little about how you and Trisha met mm-hmm. uh, and kind of the, the road that you guys walked into into getting married. Right. And, and I'm, I'm thinking about my own story, which could not be more opposite. Uh, when my wife and I met, uh, I was not walking with the Lord. I, I, I will say that uh, I knew Jesus, um, but I was not living as though uh, he was my Lord. Right. Um, and, and, and so it, it was really interesting because to this day, she'll still tell, tell people. Um, but even though I, like, I knew a certain side of Gabe that a lot of people didn't know, mm-hmm. um, everybody else had a different vantage point of, of who he was. Right. But I saw how he treated his family. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw how he, how he loved his, his mom. Right. Like, I saw all of these other things, how he was respectful of his grandparents and wanting to spend time and like all of these things. She was like, I knew it was in there somewhere, right? right? right. Praise the Lord that she was patient with me as I, as I grew into, into that character sure. um, in, in everyday life. Uh, but, but man, I think it's so important that even, even if I, I think there's a lot of validity to what you just said of like, how do they treat the people that are significant in their lives? Right. And if they don't have people that are significant in their lives, then l- look at the big body of work. Mm. Um, I, I feel like I'm te- talking more to girls now, but I'm, I'm really talking to the boys of like, man, start to take notice of how you're treating uh, all the people in your life. Yeah, totally. uh, not just the people that you're trying to impress, but the people that are actually and should be closest to you. Um, and, and also be patient with yourself. Um, I, I think that there's a, a great deal of maturity that happened between uh, when I started dating my wife and when we actually got married. Mm-hmm. It was a span of six years. Wow. Uh, and a lot of that for me was like that was a time that like I needed to grow personally mm. because I knew if we'd have just run straight into marriage uh, when she wanted to, uh, I wasn't ready for that. Right. Uh, and it was really the best for the both of us for me it, I'll say that it was a boundary that I'd set. It wasn't a boundary. It was just fear on my part, knowing that I couldn't match. You said you and Trisha were running side by side. Me and Emily were not running side by side. Uh, we weren't even close. Uh, I had, in fact, outkicked my coverage on that. Um, but you caught up. But I caught up. And, yeah. and I think that's what I'm trying to say is, like, even though you may find yourself behind, don't wait for a young lady to pull you up to her standards. Yeah. Man, man, just take it upon yourself to take the initiative to run to get to a standard that you want to find somebody that is like-minded, running at the same pace in the same direction as you. That way that you you can start to open your eyes and see, okay, what really great women are out there that, that I can meet, that I can learn uh, more about and start developing these these relationships with. Yeah, maybe that's why it's called training for manhood. That's right, that's because right. part of the training is, right, if, if somebody's running faster than you are and you want to pursue them, you got to train. You got to run harder. You got to yeah. run faster. You got to start taking these things seriously. So, um, we're, regardless of where you are, um, take that self evaluation. And I think you, your your thing is my big takeaway is how do you just treat the people who are around you? Yeah. Not not just um, the girl you're pursuing or the woman that you're married to. How do you treat everybody? Yeah. Um, and I think that's a super important uh, aspect for us to look at. Um, you know, as you as you come up and you, you go by a Valentine's Day or a, you know anniversary or things like that. Yeah. You know, of course. Those are markers to help you remember that this person is valuable and you should, right, you should be doing this all the time. Um, but you should be doing this for everybody. Yeah. Right? When, when you come into a room, you should be making people feel valuable. 
um, and special and important to you because that's how you view them and that's who God has created them to be. Now, if there's a specific one that you're pursuing, that's fantastic and that's great, but you've learned that by the way that you've treated everybody else. So take a good self-evaluation on just how you're treating everybody around you. Thank you for listening to Training for Manhood. If you found the conversation to be valuable, make sure to rate us where you listen to podcasts. Also, check out additional content on our website, trainingformanhood.com. That's training, the number four, manhood.com. Until next time, in the words of King David, be strong and show yourself a man.